4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
5: Career Builder is made for people who have that
6: thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com.
1: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh, Happy Monday. Hope you've had a wonderful day. Continue to have a wonderful night here with us. as We have plenty of stuff to bandy about and talk about. Not chief of which is the fact that it was so hot today here in Los Angeles. I know Harmon did not wear pants from the moment he woke up. He's so probably hot. not wearing pants now. Ah, uh, that would probably be the easiest money yeah.
6: in the betting line you could ever make.
1: Uh, I got a feeling you just woke up and said, nope, nope, don't even need pants at all today. Uh, just walking around the house, going outside, you know, getting the getting the uh, trash buckets, bringing back in, waving hi to neighbors. Hey, you going to put some pants on? Nope, too hot.
6: Okay, see you later. Well, I mean, I had to put shorts on when I went to play soccer a little bit with Madeline. Otherwise, I would have hurt myself. Oh, but okay. otherwise, um, you know... <laughs> I'll just leave that joke there, uh, but you know, you, you get along uh, in, in. We're talking 100 degrees, 110 degrees in the in the desert. I mean, I would have really today. been seeing some visions if I'd gone back out to Joshua Tree. It is, yeah. I, I don't that you know that I would have
1: found what I was looking for, but I would have uh, definitely seen some visions. Oh, you'd have said, "This is how Phil Jackson came up with the triangle offense." Oh, now I get it. This is great, but. I'm glad you did not because it is very, very hot. And, uh, you know, that's one, that's one thing. We, when, when it's hot, every, I, I think radio research has shown that people love hearing hosts talk about how hot it is. Boy, no, that's it's right. hot. Let me tell you how hot it is. Or it's if really it's hot. really
6: cold. It's or really if hot.
1: traffic is really bad. The only yeah. thing they like yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is
6: uh, high-speed pursuits. Well, and let me is, tell yeah. you, traffic is coming back to Southern California. Being able to get your uh, high-speed chase on at 85, 90 miles an
1: hour, uh, not there anymore no it's it, it becomes tougher to to weave the streets and more people are around yeah. and look we're we're all opening up slowly uh and hopefully you know kind of you know hopefully we're not opening up too fast, and we are everybody is getting a little bit more of a taste of relaxed atmosphere when you're going out or being able to get stuff at the grocery store a little bit better uh, you know hopefully that's where everybody is i mean listen it's it's hard because you know you can see and hear what everybody is doing across the country, but really your bubble is is really your experience and your town and what you're doing, because look, no one's really traveling or going anywhere. It's, you know, you you see your same neighbors every day, you go to the store, you come back, and that's kind of how we're learning about what we're comfortable with going out and and seeing what works for us. Hey, can I go into a store every day? Do I want to go just once and not push it and wait every couple of days? everybody's at a different point in there, but I think we are all at the point now where, okay, it's hot, you know, because of the weather, getting hotter, it's summer, we think this is going to be a better time, you know, coronavirus will ebb, and hopefully it does. Uh, in some parts of the country it is, in some parts of the country it's not, but I think everybody is is looking at this summer with a lot of hope and, and, and feeling that way as far as what's next for us, that it's not just, hey, it's more time of hanging out and not being able to do anything. I think there's going to be a push to play youth sports some point in the summer, whether it's softball or soccer or other things. So, I mean, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and hoping that we're getting there. Again, it's still only, you know, we're talking about June 8th, and it's a very, you know, we still have a long time to go when the summer comes, but I think people are starting to feel okay as far as that goes.
6: Yeah, I think there's just so many pieces to it, right? Iowa, you've got youth sports coming back. Uh, we've seen the opening and look, California, it would have appeared a month ago if you told me we'd be where we are right now. Uh, there, there's no chance. I would, I would have oh, lost yeah, yeah. my shirt. Right. Yep. Um, Friday, I was in the studio and looking across the street at the restaurant uh, and bar, and they, they were packed. They had people standing waiting for their opportunity to go get a nice tall cold one uh and have a little bite out to eat we saw the you know driving towards where i'm doing the show today i, I saw sizzler was open and they had a line out the door
1: are we people going to sizzler going to... are we going to sizzler? Yeah, we're so going people sizzler. Are going to Sizzler. we're going to exactly.
6: sizzler and they did the dance but the <laughs> idea is that bit by bit you're seeing all all of this news now you have the World Health Organization and their note about asymptomatic you know, carriers and how rare it would be to spread the virus. This flies in the face of everything we'd heard for three months, so I'm sure a lot of people are angry right now at that discovery. Not that you didn't have to be cautious at the start, but you know this is a, another big step I, I think in terms of trying to figure out where we're at and what we're going to be able to do in the coming weeks and months, You know, for the most part. I'll be honest, other than being able to go to live theater, live Concerts and sporting events. My world ain't changed a much, Uh, so much. Uh, I said a much. Uh, Much. So it's another change a much. Uh, Go to the beach. Still Ah. going for walks. Still walking the dog. Still playing soccer in the middle of a big field with my daughter. Still. Chasing uh, my older daughter around so she gets some exercise. Uh, she doesn't like to be scared, so just chase her. Uh, and then you go through the process, like with a pitchfork or a chainsaw. No, and hockey no, mask? no. no, no. It's mean? all implied. <laughs> it's the, it's theater of the mind. Master <laughs> <fesky> <laughs> and I am. Yes, you better run, Eleanor. <laughs> that's, that's it. I I pretend I'm
1: Leatherface, and away we go. Well, no, it's good, uh, especially yeah, if you are wearing a mask. It is you're doing the, the right choice. thing. Yeah. No, sure. But who knew Jason Voorhees was so far ahead of the curve? Hey, you, wearing know, you a can mask. do it in early right. June for training purposes. Suing you wearing a mask. But uh, going to the
6: grocery store, or going to – I mean, Targets and Walmarts have been open this whole time, and that's the thing I've been banging the drum on. If we're allowing folks to go work in those – shops eight to ten hours a day there's a whole lot of hand raising for me to go all right what exactly are we doing here well right if essential. these folks to go and
1: work right you got to be able to get the latest dvds that come out you have to be able to get clothes you have to be able to get get any kind of food you need target's all service target's essential target's well, always been but, essential i can't believe i'm talking this high target's always been an essential place but that's the
6: point though man it's the just the idea of all the way through we, we've had parts of, of things open so it was okay to keep going and having that sense of normalcy sure you didn't have a hundred percent but you could find it you could go peruse the latest in skin care you could go peruse the latest in trading cards and pokemon and yes your latest dvd for off something that you watched streaming two months ago that's okay That's okay. It's all good. Uh, But now we're starting to see the rest, and we've got momentum, right? The old Dante Culpepper. Do that while you walk
1: down the street, too. It gets the arms and shoulders involved. It's a good thing. (laughs) Uh, But speaking of momentum, do we have momentum now towards a Major League Baseball season? Look, we have plenty of big stories tonight involving Colin Kaepernick and President Trump and Dabo Sweeney, but MLB... Took the headlines today, and I have to say, I am a little bit more optimistic that there will be a season. After the news today, as look, Major League Baseball owners and players are on completely opposite pages. The owners wanted a sixty-ish game season, the with seventy-five percent less salary for the players. The players wanted a hundred and fifteen game season and seventy-five percent of their salaries. Well, MLB, in a shocker today, came towards the players, and that was the shocker. Not that it's such a great offer, right. but that they actually came towards the players. They they made a proposal towards the players that have forty-eight hours to. To accept and here's the deal they will get a higher potential salary than the last plan but less guaranteed money over a 76 game season and the main sticking point is if there are no playoffs there's a second wave of coronavirus and the season gets canceled it would be no money for the players the players would want to be paid for coming back to work so the good news is that at least this wasn't like we've seen the past couple of weeks where the owner said a and the players said Z, and the owners ran further in the other direction, mm-hmm. and the players went further away. At least this is a little bit okay. Let's come towards you a bit, and so they're coming towards the players. So that was it. Now, is it a great offer? No, because if you break down the numbers and look, we're not going to go through all the different things here. We're not, you know, Ben Stein and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh something.
6: come on! I, higher, I had all my lower, I had my charts
1: higher, ready. Lower, higher, lower. It was lower, and so, uh, but. In in overall, this is the owner saying, okay, we're coming to you. And this flips the script a bit uh, in that it's not greedy owners who are saying we're ready to tank the season. I think they saw the bad publicity they got the past week and said, okay, this is not working. Okay, we're dug in, and the players are dug in, and it's not looking good for us because the money we're not making isn't nearly to the point where – where the public can swallow it and say, "Yes, I get it you 're losing billions and billions of dollars instead ah it 's about ten to twelve million dollars a team you know we 're talking about three hundred and fifty million for Major League Baseball, a league that normally makes nine billion in revenue a year. so I think the owners saw hey we 're not getting the side of the of the coverage that we want so let 's come towards the players and the players likely are going to reject this, even though this supposedly is the owner 's last best offer and while a large part of it still for me is they're trying to just win the pr war because if the season does break down and there is no season one side wants to win that battle you know you don't want to be the side that gets blamed for not having a baseball season so whether this is part of that or not that's something that we're going to know but at least we had a day where the owner said okay let's come towards the players and for the players perspective they got to say what they want because they can't just keep sitting here saying we want Salaries. We want X and X only. Okay, now you got to come back a little bit. What are you willing to play for? What are you willing to do? Is it really 76 games or nothing, or will you play 65 games? Will you play 60 games? Is it really we want the full prorated salary, or will you, will you take less than the full prorated salary, a little bit less? So the players can't just sit here and say, okay, no, we want this, and we've said it, and we're not taking anything less. The players got to come in a little bit here, and they got to decide exactly what they would play for and what the, the circumstances are where they would say, okay, If we do this, this, and this, this is a deal. But right now, at the very late, at the littlest I could say, the best I could say is that they're moving towards each other, but really is this something that was a sea change? No, it was not a sea change today.
6: Yeah, in the end we're talking about another $200 million if the playoffs are played, right? That's that's it. We're talking nearly a third of the money that the players would split is tied to playoffs taking place so the regular season ending september 27th and then by the end of october they can you know go vegas blackjack dealer and say hey i'm off we're done uh there's your world series uh have a nice day now we gotta go figure out 2021 and get back to that whole 12 months dance that will be the next cba which is the thing that's just standing off in the distance and all of this which is the other reason neither side really wants to give a ton Because it informs the next 10 years, right? Because you don't know how long any of the loss, because we're already talking about a half a season, right? And if you end up agreeing to a a smaller portion, how many people have decided blank you, you you didn't get to it fast enough for me? Because by the time you come back, everything else is in full season. A lot of folks are going to be back at work. Right. And then they're going to be going into a new school year where there's going to be a, more expectation, assuming they're not all back in classrooms, because right now that's that seems to be a, a weird proposition in many states. Right. As to whether kids will actually be in school at the end of August or early September, because if they're not, guess what? They're doing new material then, which means the jobs for moms, dads, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, whoever else is that much harder. Because here, a lot of the kids were on, you know, just maintenance. You need help? Nope. Maybe a little bit here and there towards the end of the year, but that's another thing that'll keep you from getting very excited about baseball being back. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, it just when you're you're talking about the the ability and the attention span for folks, and if you lose this season, how long's the run back? Right? I know Sunday we're going to see the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Summer of '98 documentary right sammy sosa doing a bunch of media and he's going to be on in chicago tomorrow can't wait to hear it because i'd love to be able to call in and say how did it feel when the city that loved you turned their back on you no uh but the (laughs) the idea is that you don't have necessarily that big event that's going to bring people charging back so how long is your revenue and total revenue that you can split up right in the baseball related income how long is that going to suffer and how much do you then get entrenched in your position as you go towards the next CBA off the fear that people aren't streaming back through the turnstiles? I mean, there, there's just a lot of moving pieces to this where th- this is a nice start, but I- I'm fearing that the lawyers and representatives for both sides are going, you know, you give a little bit here, you know, the old give an inch, take a mile uh, line that we've heard and we probably aren- at our kids 9 billion times uh, <laughs> through the years as well, uh, or our spouses, significant others, etc., uh, that you, you have that in, in the back of your mind, too, is the more you come up in that price, at least from the owner's side, the, the more you're probably giving up in the next CBA, uh, and that becomes hundreds
1: upon hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, look, and I, I said the best thing the owners can do from both a baseball and a PR standpoint suck it up, take the money hit, give them all the money they need the rest of this season. So you lose $15 million. How much money does the average MLB owner make every year? You can't make a million. They say it's $50 million a you know, year was you, you, a couple of reports I'd seen. Right, so, the average. If, so if one year you lose $20 million, Okay, you don't make so that's if you make fifty million a year, you you've been an owner for a long time. You're that's a lot of money to make. If one year you only make thirty million, or one year you don't make fifty million, and you keep it going and you keep the the PR will of the gods going your way for the next decade plus, I think you kind of have to do that if you're an owner and say, hey, because we'll give you this now, and then who knows? You get a better negotiation when the time comes because you did give the players what they need in a time of human suffering, which is what's Going on here in the United States, so I, I look if the owners can do that, and surely they have the money to, you know, they could say, "All right, we'll lose ten million. Ah, we'll lose twenty million. We we'll give the players more money." You, you can't buy that kind of good publicity, and I can't believe no one has told the owners that. So listen, if you just do this, you know what the, the, the good this can do for you? And yeah, I'm sorry, you're gonna, you have to pinch pennies. You, you, know, you may not be able to make $50 million, but I think you can cover it for one year or the span of a few months where you can fi- you can help and be more human and win that public relations and image battle for later on. But maybe you know what uh, the amazing. fun thing about it, though, is? And really, the dangerous thing
6: from from the owner side, and they know it, is that the public always sides with them. They side with the billionaires. Why? Yes, they side because well, in, in their profession, in all, all of their professional yes. lives, they have no leverage. So they shut up and go to work, no matter what their job. Yeah. Sorry, I'm telling you the truth, America. Well, it's Hi, baseball more
1: there. than other sports too, because in do the right. other sports, with the with the with especially with the NFL players putting their bodies on the line. Fans mm-hmm. are more pro players, fans are more pro players in the NBA as well. But in baseball, it's, it's got the impression of, it's a millionaire sport. It's an elitist sport. So yeah, the, these millionaires can really suck it up. I mean, it's ju- it's just a different, I mean, it should be the same rights for everybody as far as collective bargaining, but it's just a different image battle that baseball fights and, and baseball players fight than players from other sports do.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Joining us now on the hotline, a man who just finished 15,000 words on the history of Syracuse lacrosse through the year 1930. It is CBS NFL insider extraordinaire, friend of the show, Jason Lockin for What's happening, Jay?
7: What's going on, guys?
1: You, you know what I just found out? Just really quick, because I just think it's amazing. Uh, Syracuse lacrosse has been going for a hundred years. We've had four head coaches in the last hundred years. I'm like, wait a minute, really? Like the Steelers? Four head coaches in the last hundred years. Syracuse lacrosse has had four head coaches. I did not know that, and I'm like, oh my god, that's impressive.
7: That's pretty wild. Yeah, you like that, that, like huh? the Steelers up there. That's pretty yeah, neat. That's what it is. <laughs> Learn something every day.
1: How about that? That's something new for your show tomorrow on the radio. So yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. We'll have a lot of fun with that.
1: <laughs> hey, so uh, as far as the push now for Colin Kaepernick, we've had you and I and, and Mike have had many conversations about yeah. Kaepernick. Would this change anything if Kaepernick was given a, a shot back in the NFL by a team?
7: Um, would change. Uh
1: would it change the perspective? Would players believe in Roger Goodell and the NFL more that they want to have? They want to be about change with, in the in the wake of what's been going on with George Floyd and NFL and and, and players' rights.
7: Well, look, I I think um, Goodell's sort of quick capitulation to really checking every box the players asked for got people's attention, and, and we can try to guess intent or ferret it out or what have you. I personally think um, Goodell has never himself particularly liked the way um, the lack of opportunity for Colin Kaepernick, and I think there's things in hindsight that he will look back on and say, "I should have done more. I should have done more." Um, In his own way, he was trying to encourage owners, especially ones he had good relationships with, to, to you know give him a chance on football merit and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but to treat him the way they were treating other free agents uh he Callum's never received that that sort of treatment um and i think the mea culpa and the way he did it and how heartfelt he seemed um but look he, he's the target that he he's not hired to top, sign backup quarterbacks or assign potential starting quarterbacks or, so he takes all the hits but it's on them it's the 32 guys it's it's and and gals it's entirely up to them and the league has never really been in the business of making football operations decisions for individual teams and while both sides could have done things a lot better with Colin Kaepernick's workout and that debacle that that became last year the fact that they were willing to do something that the league had never done before in its history which is sanction a particular workout for a veteran free agent who already had had tenure in the league I think was an example that they they understood that they got part of this wrong, but for them to say that publicly, and I think Roger Goodell now is in a situation where, and I wrote about this at CBSSports.com today. I don't see how he and Drew Brees are not taking a knee week one, like or, or some point soon. Maybe Goodell's not at games week one because maybe they're not being played in, in you know in stadiums with any people in them and yada yada yada. But at some point, <laughs> I think it's fair to expect. A uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, you know, a uh, Michael Thomas, uh, the guys in that video to make another video before week one saying, you know, hey, Roger, you, you talk about being with us in solidarity. You talk about um, wanting to protest with us. Well, you know, 500 of us or 1,000 of us or whatever are going to be taking a knee um, week one. Are you with us or not? I- I think he's got to kind of be with him at this point. Otherwise, he, you know, all these recent statements would look like a sham, and I, I don't think they are.
1: Well, I think I think everybody's taking a knee week one. I think you're going to see yeah. 32 teams as one, every single person on the field taking a knee.
7: I think that, or, that's how, that's how least, it's going to go. A, a lot of them, a preponderance yeah. of them, a majority of them. And at that point, I, I don't know, given what he said, that Roger Goodell, I don't know how he can't be with them, and I think some of these individual owners will be with them. Now, some might want to try to do the lock arms thing that they tried to do to skirt the issue last time around. I don't think that's going to fly anywhere this time, to be honest with you. Um, and maybe some guys just don't don't take a knee and, and what have you. But I think Roger Goodell's kind of – I think he's going to.
6: Jason, what do you think the uh, reaction was by those, those owners? Uh, how much support, how much blowback, I mean, after the, the basement tape was released?
7: Um, I mean, look, Roger Goodell's not going to go rogue. He understands that he's basically a, he's the CEO of a corporation that is, is pre-pandemic, been, been vocal about wanting to get over 12, $20 billion a year uh, in revenue so he he knows who he works for and what his job is and in the span of those you know twelve hours were leading up to that actually making the video, did he consult with every owner no but but did this blindside everybody no it didn't it didn't do that either um would would all the owners agree with it, or are all the owners happy about it? I'm sure there's probably some who aren't, but the reality is. I think we also have to look at the changing corporate culture here in the Mm -hmm. last two weeks. It's not taboo for a Fortune 500 company to come out now and say Black Lives Matter. In fact, it's kind of sort of expected in some of these statements at this point. And I I, I think that... the sort of intersection of politics and commerce is shifting here. And I think what used to be seen as more extreme in terms of saying things like Black Lives Matter and talking about um, completely changing the way we police our communities and taking funding out of uh, this 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 sort of criminal mindset and putting it into a more progressive, you know, mental health care and more education and and going about things differently, um, things that would have been seen as extreme positions are now very much in the mainstream. And you look at what just happened in Minnesota. So I, I think you know the the there's a cultural shift here as well, and the NFL will go down as being on the wrong side of history, I believe, and I've said for a long time on some of these issues, but. I don't think they're out of, out of step with the way things are shifting. Um, and and given how different just everything is the last two weeks, um, I, I don't think that this is going to compromise them to any degree. And if there was a real backlash against Roger Goodell, I mean, these guys are billionaires. They've been getting their way their entire lives, many of them. We would have heard a lot more. Somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody would have called the, an owner would have called the beat writer they're choosing, the guy in that that town they have under their thumb, and there'd have been a story about so and so doesn't like what's going on or this or that. I haven't seen any of it, and we're what three over three days removed from mm-hmm. this now.
1: Jason Lockett for our guest, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. All right, from off the field, obviously important things. We had a big on the field story today is kind of took us a lot by surprise is Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the NFL, says he's not going to participate in any team-related activities unless he receives what he determines to be, quote, a reasonable deal. Sources saying, quote, he's out without a reasonable extension. He will not be showing up for camp or beyond. Jason, what do you make of this?
7: Um. I'm not surprised. I I wrote all the days run together. Now I have no today's Monday.
8: No, but I mean like
7: weeks and days. Like I I would say (laughs) in the last six weeks, I wrote a column about Dalvin cook and I talked to some people close to him and made it pretty clear that he's looking at what Christian McCaffrey got and saying, um, I'm not saying I'm that guy, but I, I think it's, it's my time has come now as well. Now he's, he's been injured more than McCaffrey. Um, he hasn't been featured in that offense quite to the degree that McCaffrey has, but that defense is also no longer, Mike Zimmer can't try to play that he's going to win 12 to 10 anymore. He doesn't have that kind of defense, right? I'm sorry. You can't just keep firing offensive coordinators and, you know, just, just basically wanting them to punt on first down. So you can flex your defensive muscles. You don't have that anymore. You re-up with Cousins, like that's who you are now. And, and Cousins is going to need a run game and they're going to, Kubiak's going to keep throwing the ball more to the running back, and I think Dalvin Cook is a guy who could be in line for a, a McCaffrey-like role next year in terms of volume if he's healthy. Uh, so I, I, I'm not surprised about this at all. Is he going to get what he wants? Are they going to capitulate? I'm not sure, but the, the Wolves to this point have paid everybody. I mean, they've, they've gone above and beyond extending everybody, and if you double down on Cousins um, – and you made your move on, on on sort of digs, and you've kept Zimmer around, and you know that he's conservative in his heart, then the running back's going to be maybe the most important player on that team in terms of success or failure. And I think Joe Mixon's in a similar, similar boat as well. So do I think they're going to get McCaffrey deals? No. Do I think there's a two-year Band-Aid that kind of prevents the franchise tag from coming into play, or you know, a three-year deal that buys one year of team control beyond a potential franchise tag. I don't think that's out of the question.
1: You can follow him on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports, NFL insider extraordinaire, front of the show. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it. And I am just glad that I gave you that. Yeah, stat because you're gonna go You're going to go look that up right now. I know you. No, I you're going to you. go look that I, up. I,
7: I, you're, you're a trusted <laughs> source. I'm, I'm just going to regurgitate
1: it. All right, <laughs> nice. I like that. See you, buddy. Have a good Thanks, one. you, guys. Have a good See one. See
3: you, Jason. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way
0: tire buying should be.
8: Amen. Sure.
1: I always like to celebrate big anniversaries, and especially when something turns 100. Uh, it's a really big thing, and I guarantee you it's something you haven't heard on the radio today, but I was just by dumb luck, which is you know kind of how it works in all the Mission Impossible movies, uh, was able to come across this from 100 years ago today in Major League Baseball. Now listen to this story and imagine it happening now, and you would imagine it happening to the Mets. But imagine this happening 100 years ago today, June 8th, 1920. Hall of Famer Ed Roush with two Ds. It was Ed with two Ds. You probably maybe have seen his name before. Hit like 330 for his career. Won the World Series with the Reds in 1919. Uh, would always, always went on to talk about how they would have beaten the White Sox if they didn't throw the series anyway. Uh, Ed Roush got thrown out of a game. Because he took a nap in the outfield during an argument over a call on a base hit. There was a line drive down the line. The umpire ruled it fair. The entire Reds team said, wait a minute, this was not a fair ball. They all came out of the dugout to argue. And it was chaos because this was baseball in 1920. When the whole dugout would come out to argue, it took a few minutes. So Ed Rouse decided, you know what, I'm tired. I'm not going to argue this. Laid down in the outfield with his glove as a pillow. By the time everything got set up, they're ready to play ball again. Nobody looked into the outfield. One of his teammates says, Ed, ready to play. Ed, Ed Ed Roush wouldn't wake up. The umpire was so pissed off, tossed him, threw him out of the game. He was thrown out of the game because he decided to take a nap during call, and they couldn't wake him up, so the umpire threw him out of the game. 100 years ago today. Well, did they check his pulse? No, he was fine. It's no, but I, like, mean, you know, he could, I mean, I don't know. His stomach is breathing. You know, It's like, I, hey, it's, right, I, he's, he's not waking up. Guy's out, man. The guy is out. He's, that's, he's ne- not that's up the next level right there. He's not waking up. Not Did up? they ever figure out why he was so uh, so dog tired? Oh, I think he would. Well, you, you play you play every single day. You play 150 games in the in the heat of the summer with I don't know. Do we have air conditioning back in 1920? I don't know. Hey, no. You play and you play every day in 100 degree heat. See how happy you are. That's why the Cubs lost for so many years. We're playing in the heat. It's 100 degrees every day. Well, We're tired. Uh, We're really during, upset. Well, during the summer, like Mayor Daley would tell you, it's hot. It's hot. I know. So that why do you think the Cubs took it? They It's not took, the
6: heat. It's the humidity,
1: man. And they finally, put the lights into what happened. A short thirty years later, they're world champions. I'm telling you, it takes a, the heat takes a lot out of you it's during so the day. Damn hot. Tell me one guy who spent the entire day out in the sun and at five o'clock is in a great mood. Nobody. Well, they want it, then they need a uh, bottle of uh, Bohemian beer. Nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different story in the outfield. Oh, okay, uh, well. So happy anniversary, Ed Roush.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: A big football story broke earlier today. Uh, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook said he's not going to participate in any team-related activities unless he gets what he determines to be a, quote, reasonable deal. A source saying he's out without a reasonable extension. He will not be showing up for camp or beyond. And I got news for you. If you're going anywhere, you got to pay Dalvin Cook. I mean, I, his, the trend for Dalvin Cook has been going upward since he came into the league. When he came in, it was, can the guy stay healthy? Is he okay with the pounding? And every year he has stayed healthier and has produced more. The more time he's been on the field, four games, 11 games, 14 games, he's 24 years old. Look, second contracts where running back gets paid, right? That's the only time. You get paid for your second contract, and maybe if you're still playing great, you get one or two years when you're 28 years old, but that's really it. This is where you are getting paid. He's only getting a million plus for this year. Yeah, the guy should be extended because he is that good and more so than that if the Vikings are going to do anything they ain't doing it just on the arm of Kirk Cousins. All right, Kirk Cousins is a fine quarterback. right? He, he's not incredibly great. He's not awful. He's better than average. He's someone who's going to throw 30 touchdowns and give you 10 interceptions and he's going to win some games and he's not going to be enough in some others. But when you team him with a running back like Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook can do it. This Minnesota offense can be unstoppable. That's how good it is. You have to pay Dalvin. You have to pay Dalvin Cook more than you have to pay Kirk Cousins. I know some people don't want to hear that. Oh, Kirk got quarterback driven. Yeah, no, Dalvin Cook's guy you kind of have to pay. Hey, what's my name, man? <laughs> Alexander Madison.
6: <laughs> He's ready to take the job. Oh,
1: come on. <laughs> you only did that so you could sing the song. <laughs> no, well, it's also
6: stay healthy, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. You got one year and you got 14 games. And nobody doubts the talent. But in the same day we're talking about Dak Prescott and whether you should pay him for the four years he's already played, I mean, you're looking at Dalvin Cook going, there's great potential here. And look, and he's going to have to come come back by week 10 anyway, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. well, <laughs> yeah. I'm <Right>? a holy-
6: <laughs> so if he doesn't play the first 10 years or ten weeks, who wins? Yeah, big deal if I miss the, the first few weeks? Nah, I'm good, right? All right, right. The, Vi- the Vikings will be like, well, we could probably navigate yeah. fairly well. And then we'll have him fresh with 200 fewer touches for the stretch run. I don't see where the downside is in that uh, for them uh, as you roll through, right? Uh, Amir Abdullah was added in the off season. All right, fine. Michael Boone, uh, second-year guy. But, you know, you're, you're a third-year guy, I should say. You're looking at Madison acquitted himself pretty well over the course of his rookie season. He added Justin Jefferson to replace the departed Stephon Diggs.
1: I I, listen, I, I, it's, I'm listen. i looking at it going I, I don't think they're going to pay him I, yeah. would say, I would say if you're looking at that running back stable and Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback or you're looking at it and, and, and one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL is heading it up and it's Russell Wilson or it's Patrick Mahomes yeah no I think then you don't need to pay a running back but Kirk Cousins you need to pay Dalvin Cook is a special running back and you need to pay him because you need him to really be the guy that drives that offense that's the whole thing is that if you thought Kirk Cousins good enough to win games by himself and 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 take the team, no, he's not. He's not nearly good enough to win games by himself. Every single week, he'll be one of the upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. Again, he's good. He's above average. He's a good quarterback. What you're paying him now, hey, $28 million a year, that, that's a bargain, right? It, it, you know, we, we're going to set the bar uh, high, getting all kinds of guaranteed money. Okay, and maybe he was overpaid then, but now you've seen he's pretty consistent, 30 and 10. He's going to throw for over 4,000 yards. No, that's good. But Dalvin Cook makes this team into a championship team. And to say, okay, we're okay with this. We're not going to pay Dalvin Cook, that's a big mistake. You got to have the guy. Got to have
6: him. I can't wait to see how this one plays out. I fully anticipate uh, him sitting around continuing to play video games when everybody gets to camp.
3: (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.